Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Okay, I'm here at my first high-intensity interval training class. I've never done it before. 54-year-old woman with completely average fitness level. I'm going to see if I can actually handle this. Thanks for joining me. My name's Chris, and I'm going to take you through your sprint workout today. We've got 30 minutes of high-intensity training. So that means when we work, we work as hard as we can. And when we rest, we go for complete rest, all right? So feel free to absolutely stop your legs and try and get as much rest as you can. Cool. You'll feel great when you leave, and you'll burn heaps of calories. Cool. Let's get into it. So, work hard, rest hard. Just one hand one with an easy roll on the legs. Almost sounds too good to be true. We've got three main types of training. So what are the real benefits behind high-intensity interval training? We've got 40 seconds of power training. Hi, I'm Carol Hirschfeld. Now, I love the idea of work-life balance, but to be frank, I am way off the pace. My reality might be just a bit like yours. I've got too much on all of the time. I'm always looking for those life hacks, and if I hear something is good for me, I am buying, often without really looking into it. This episode, as you can hear, I'm putting my own body on the line to find out what all the fuss is about high-intensity interval training, or HIT, as it's also known. HIT is about working out as hard as possible for short periods, then having a rest and repeating that until you're not sure you're able to walk to the changing room afterwards. Or maybe that's just me. Now, this type of exercise is usually done for a maximum of half an hour, including rest periods between the intervals. Considered the hottest category in the fitness industry right now, HIT is especially aimed at millennials who are serious about fitness and want a quick fix, and they've taken to it. Paul Lawson, an adjunct professor at AUT and the former lead physiologist at High Performance Sport New Zealand, has recently returned to his native Canada, from where he is literally writing a book on HIT. If you want a classic definition of it, it's defined as repeated bouts of high-intensity work or exercise that is separated by periods of rest or recovery. You wind up being able to accumulate a greater amount of time of hard work than if you're going to try to perform that same amount of work uh, continuous. So by breaking it up, you get a longer period total of of high-intensity work. And getting more benefit for effectively a shorter time is exactly what's made fitness instructor Chris Richardson a convert to HIT. A lot of my training in the past has been sort of more steady state or longer duration, endurance type training. Um, And I guess being uh, a little bit time poor, um, being a little bit more mature in years, 
Uh, it was good to get into a shorter form of training, something that doesn't take so long. Um, it's still taxing on the body, but um, I actually feel like I bounce out of a, a hit session as opposed to some of the longer endurance sessions, I, I tend to feel maybe a little bit more drained or a, a bit more exhausted. Um, that might sort of sound a little bit counterintuitive, but um, yeah, that's the way I feel. Short set of work here. Like I said at the start, when we rest, encourage you to come to a complete stop, all right? Just want to try and pull yourself back down. Hmm, it was the intense rest I kept looking for in Chris's class. Check out my video on the RNZ website and you'll see. After all this effort, though, Paul Lawson says I may not have been doing myself as much good as I thought. Sometimes it's just interpreted as that's that's all I have to do. All I all I need to to go out and do is just just kill myself. And of course, we've all got pretty busy lives. We're under a lot of stress. Sometimes we're not always on the healthiest of diets. So there's loads of different uh, stressors that are uh, on board in the body. And now if you are adding uh, this other form of stress, you know, substantial stress of of interval training, and that's kind of all you're doing, um, then you, it, it, you can really speed your, your way through to that, uh, that overtraining syndrome or chronic fatigue syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Ultimately, you, you, make, you, know, you can make yourself sick uh, or feeling run down. That's the general risk. And you can injure yourself as well. I have to say, after one sprint cycling class, I can see that it's not something you want to do every day. I mean, Paul's an Ironman triathlete, and even he's not that intense. A little bit is great, you know, two to three times per week, even once to, to, to three times per week. I've, I've got to be honest, I'll go through periods of time when, for myself personally, when, I am, when I'm training specifically for, for an event, but I'll use a, a, certainly a period of progression uh, in my program. So I work backwards from my key event and uh, I will, you know, I'll start out real easy. I, I, I might even start with even um, you know, just a couple a couple of weeks of, of base training or easy more aerobic training, and then then um, you know start adding one or two sessions in in that week of of those interval training hit sessions, and then I would progress both the you know the repetition number, the intensity of those sessions, say on the on the bike would naturally go up as well. You always want to use the rule of progressive overload. You tend to feel a little bit of muscle soreness, uh, joint soreness following these sessions. So it, it feels right to, to rest for one or two days after that. So it seems HIT works best if you have good baseline fitness. Les Mills, head of research, Bryce Hastings, says the gym's high-intensity classes are for people who are already exercising consistently. So you might be up at five days a week um, with a mix of different types of training. And when you've got that going, you're pretty comfortable there and people are wanting that next level of improvement that's when we see HIT as being really, really useful. I love your optimism about people who are exercising up to five times a yes, week. Yeah. So what if you're not that kind of person? Is HIT 
the kind of exercise program you should do? Yeah, well that's where you get a, a few mixed messages and some people just say you can do these one minute bursts of exercise throughout the week and that's all you need. But really when you think of the benefit of exercise, there's a lot around being active on a regular basis. For example, if you're uh, uh, someone who just smashes themselves for a really short period of time in the gym and then just spends the next three days on the couch, it's kind of like being a marathon runner who smokes. You really need to be doing something on the other day. So uh, we see HIT as fitting into the family of exercise, but not being a replacement for everything else. Any constraints in terms of age? Uh, no. No, I think you know when you get older, you should be having regular health checks, and if you're going to start doing HIT, you probably want to check that with your GP or somebody who's monitoring your health levels. But we've seen people of all sorts of ages doing HIT. And in fact, one of the rewarding things about um, our high-intensity products is it's attracted new people, uh, new younger people to the gym, where they might have seen group fitness as getting a bit dated or something that their mother used to do. We're getting a lot of millennials and younger people coming who love to do these really short, sharp workouts that they can kind of blow out in 30 minutes and it's all done. Interestingly, there is growing evidence it could be particularly useful for people with diabetes. It's starting to become a little bit well-known for being a great stimulus to be able to take, take away blood sugar, right? So um, when you're pushing really hard in the interval training, you're recruiting the big uh, fast-rich muscle fibers and, and they take in a lot of the sugar from the bloodstream. So they pull up that blood glucose, lowering your overall blood glucose level, which is a real positive thing for improving your uh, your blood sugar control ultimately. Yeah, so it's known to improve health from that perspective. But what if you're not an Iron Man or an All Black or some sort of other superhuman type? I asked fellow classgoers about their hit experiences. I do hit because you can get maximum um, bang for your buck. So you get a short workout, but you get really great intensity, and the you know the fitness benefits absolutely pay off. Um, my body changed substantially in about six months when I started doing hit, just a couple times a week. Um, been doing hit for I'd say 18 months. Absolutely, just feeling euphoric afterwards. Um, the challenge, the discipline, um, and just the results I guess that you see after as well. So it's, it's amazing. Absolutely, it's worth the pain. How often do you do it? Uh, three times a week. Um, and it affects just other aspects. You know, flights of stairs are a lot easier at work and being able to park far away in the car park without getting breathless. So there's a lot of benefits to it that way too. Well, are there any drawbacks with HIT? Uh, any drawbacks from HIT? Uh, you've got to get a new wardrobe. <laughs> so that's probably a, a drawback. Why is that? <laughs> um, well, your body shape changes. Yeah, your body it's, shape it's changes. It's that dramatic. It's that dramatic, yeah. Uh, lose fat, change your waist circumference. Um, yeah, look, there's, there's plenty of science out there that sort of backs, backs that sort of, those sorts of statements up. Done. Hold on. I am clapping myself. I can't believe I made it to the end. I'm exhausted. I survived! I'm so happy. Yep, if I can make it through a hit class, you probably can too. But Bryce Hastings does have a word of advice. Go slowly. Like, introduce it slowly. Um, you don't, don't feel like uh, you have to ditch everything else because you've read all this amazing stuff on, on hit. Hit will always be there and it'll always be ready for you when you're ready. 
so I think, you know, get your exercise habit underway. One of the things that switch people off exercise is when they try something that was out of their reach and then they don't really feel like they want to come back and do that again. So I would rather someone took things really gradually and introduced HIT when they were ready for HIT because they'd seen all the other changes occurring and they were ready for that next level. That would be my advice. Um, it's a lot about confidence, isn't it? It is. It is. It, it is all about confidence and doing something that's within your capabilities and feeling good about the fact that you're going to come back and do it again. If you felt, feel good at the end of the class, you're going to come back and do it again. If you feel absolutely wrecked and everyone else was doing something that you just couldn't do, you won't be back. So you've got to wait till it's kind of ready for you and then take it easy and do it at your own pace. So if you're looking to push your fitness, then this is a proven way of doing it. The point is that the research shows used well, HIT can really make a difference. In the time it's taken you to listen to this podcast, you could have squeezed out a training session. A cautious four stars for this episode's topic. And one postscript, and that's to divulge here, that my husband does do some work with Les Mills and they hosted me for the cycle sprint class. Join me next episode when I'll be delving into green powders and smoothies. In the meantime, stay healthy. Healthy or Hoax is presented by Carol Hirschfeld and produced by Kate Pereira-Garcia. You can subscribe to it or a range of other RNZ podcasts on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us when you're there. It really helps. And if you enjoyed this show, perhaps you'd like to try RNZ's weekly science podcast, Our Changing World. Check it out. But for now, thanks for listening.